0: Hey guys, this is Sam and Maki,
1: two friends born in the U.S. and raised in African families pursuing wholeness,
0: whatever that means. This is a podcast for us, by us. So come, take a seat at the table and let's chop it up. Hey guys, episode two of Am my Whole Yet? Yes. We're finally to episode two. I don't know why that's finally, but I'm excited. I am. Welcome to another week at the table.
1: This week we'll be talking about friendships and the importance of quality friendships. Here I go making my, I can hear my S's in my ear. Quality friendships. Mm. Quality friendship. (laughs) (laughs) what
0: a quality friendship is like
1: yes exactly and why they're important but before we start all that 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 um swalsy, beautiful necessary conversation mm-hmm. how are you girl how are you how was your day how's your week going you know
0: we are i recording. don't wanna... <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I don't want to talk about it either but I got to go ahead I'm just saying the anxiety the election anxiety is real up right. in here so yeah I'm just watching it constantly I feel a little distracted I guess
1: right before you called you know why I took a nap why I was anxious Mm. i was super anxious and i just didn't know how to regulate my system and i was like you know what i'm just gonna take a nap so you interrupted my um little anxiety nap sorry babe it's all good i'm always happy to have a conversation with you because i think that this will also help us kind of get some tension out you know
0: yeah that's true i think yeah I'm just like these last four years been garbage, Garba. dumpster fire. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Resend to sender, refund, send it back. I don't want send it
0: back, baby. But it's with, it's
1: looking good, you know. We see the little light at the end of the tunnel. I think
0: we see a tiny little light, tiny sliver of the hope, the tiniest bit. Yeah, we're trying to wait on these last few ballots. They count yeah. up make sure pennsylvania ain't in yet make sure your people get right though
1: (laughs) and i wish i was registered to vote here this year unfortunately i was still registered in ohio but you know me too
0: and it didn't help
1: it did not not at all
0: they and by a lot too that was surprising as hell was it it's the midwest it was like hundreds of thousands of votes yeah i'm not more than biden
1: I'm not surprised. I feel like we're so used to like our little metropolitan cities that we think most of Ohio is like that, but I think it's not very That's true.
0: true. Yeah. I'm sure like the counties like Dayton, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Columbus, Autumn, like the counties that those are in are hella blue, dark blue, navy blue. Exactly. But the rest, just love them. A lost them. cause. A lost cause. Yeah. But yeah, we're just trying to take care of ourselves a little bit. have you been taking care of yourself today? Go. I was going to ask
1: you that. I really don't think I have. I've just been kind of disassociating with everything. I'm just like, you know what? I'll keep up with the main highlights, but I'm not going to saturate myself in all this information about the election because honestly, the stress, I can't handle it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. So I've just kind of been, I did my work day, it was a busy day, took my dog to the dog park. For some reason, that's become very relaxing for me. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm one of those people now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I did that, got myself some good ass food and then came home and took my little anxiety nap. That's how I've been coping.
0: What about you? Just, uh, um, what did I do today? Yeah, I was was very distracted and feel, like, very productive. I feel like Mm -hmm. I was working on one administrative task for, like, most of the afternoon and still didn't get it done. (laughs) Anyways, but I just kind of focused on the parts of my work that involve people because that's a little bit more in doses, I should say. That's a little bit more um, life-giving. But as far as, like, the tasks, the tedious things, like, that just wasn't top priority today. So. I think that was one thing. And just, like, not judging myself for yeah. it. Um, and just, yeah, just being okay with, like, yeah, that's what that's what I could give today. And that will be it. Right. I thought I was going to cook a good meal, but I didn't. And I'm okay with that. Did you end up with my pizza? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a go-to for the most part. But, no, I just had, what did I have? I had toast. I had... Kimchi, <laughs> <laughs> just the most random stuff. But I didn't have to cook, so that's what were, well, that's what that was.
1: You were on that college student diet today.
0: Oh, for sure. Still sipping on my coffee too.
1: Just a I, mess. I had to stop buying ramen noodles li- recently because I found myself eating ramen noodles every day. Not because I didn't want to cook, but just because they taste so good. Like they taste so good. I feel like even. When I become a millionaire, I still want ramen noodles, like the pack of ramen. But you know how high in sodium those things are. I said, these cannot be in my pantry no more. No yeah. more.
0: You're going to be packing something else.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So left them John's at the store.
0: Them John's. That Philly rubbing um, off on you.
1: Yeah. A little bit here little and there. Bit, a
0: little bit. A little nasty. Yeah. Well, love. We both, I feel like we're both a little bit like kind of slow, like not as like uppity jump jumping. You know, not mm-hmm. as animated. Animated.
1: I was gonna ask though, do you prefer to keep a small circle of like you know, not, um, quantity versus quant- quality? Like, are you a multiple friends type of person or just a few good friends type of person, and why?
0: That's a good question. I think I think for me I'm learning to have this kind of like I don't like if you think of I'm going to give a description a imagery like of a mountain and there's kind of like these rings of people like a smaller ring at the top right cuz it's kind of pointed there's like a middle ring there's like a bottom ring that where a lot more people can fit. And I think like I have like a pretty small uh, ring up there of people that, yeah, just have deeper relationships with. They know me more, just have had like good, I don't know, just quality time with them over the years. And just because I move a lot too, it's just like our friendship has withstood um, like moving and things like that. So I would say like a smaller group of good friends. But I don't mind being, like, connected, like, having a network of friends outside of that. Like, maybe we don't know exactly what's happening in each other's lives, like, daily, weekly. We, we kind of just catch up, like, over bigger things, seasonally, quarterly. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if that kind of answers your question. Mm-hmm. But I do like so a, a little- smaller, good group
1: yeah a little bit of both, but having like a close circle of people that you can really get deep with and be vulnerable and authentic with,
0: sure, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's my preference. What about you?
1: Well, yeah, I was gonna say the reason I asked is because I've always been one of those people who had multiple friends, like a like a lot of different groups of friends, too mm-hmm. And I think that just came from moving a lot when I was younger. So having to really um, acclimate myself to new, new environments and make new friends. So I've never really had an issue doing that wherever I went. But after college, hmm. girl, that changed <laughs> because I moved away. I thought it was just gonna be just as easy as I've always like as I've as it's always been, to make new friends. Because, you know, you're in school, it's easy. You're in classes together. You're in college, same thing, you know. You're in organizations, you're in classes. When I moved to a new city, making friends was so hard because everybody's an adult. Everybody has stuff to maintain. And then a lot of people in this city even though there's it's very diverse and there's people from everywhere a lot of people like grew up together went to high school together went to co- not high school mostly like college friends that oh went my. to college together so a lot of the the friend groups here were already kind of formed and through a series of trial and error I'll call it that I learned about myself that I actually prefer quality over quantity Cause at first I just kind of started forcing myself, like not even forcing myself, but putting myself out there, right? Being open to meeting new people. And then after I started to force myself to become, to form friendship relationships with the people that I was meeting, because it's like, okay, this person I'm having a good time with, there's a good vibe here. We need to become friends, this person. So there wasn't really much substance between those bonds, except for like, we had a good time together And I took that chemistry when we're having a good time together as, okay, this is a friendship that I can form like a lifelong relationship with. And boy, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, uh, I experienced so much what I perceived at the time as rejection, but it was really just that the people that I was trying to force relationships with weren't aligned with the kind of person that I am. You know what I mean? Or the kind of, we didn't have the same values. When it came to relationship, pretty much at the core is what it was, and because I was such like a pick me person, I just wanted to be chosen. I just wanted people to like me. I just wanted mm-hmm. to be, like, I wanted my little codependency was like, you know, I wanted to be needed. I wanted to be the go to person. Mm-hmm. I just wanted them to pick me. I didn't really think about how I felt about them. So through a, a series mm-hmm. of like a lot of heartbreak and friendships, um, the first year that I was here. I definitely learned that I'm more about quality. I'd rather vibe with one or two people on a deep level, really connect, really feel authentic, really vulnerable with them and, um, and have that kind of bond than just have like a large group of people that we just have a good time together and have superficial conversations because when life gets hard and you need a circle, those mm-hmm. people that you're having good times with are most likely not going to be around.
0: Oh, that's so good. Can you give like a, a short, brief example of a time where um, where you kind of like was starting to like pursue a friendship with somebody, but then you saw like mm, there there wasn't that alignment that you were talking about, like the values didn't match. Like, what did that look like real time? Let
1: me think. There was one person who I formed a pretty good bond with, but then I noticed their relationships with other people in their lives, like people that had already been in their life prior to me, like their their friends. They said childhood friends or, you know, those long term relationships. And I just noticed how there wasn't much like care for those people in in that person's life. So it was like, oh yeah, this person is going through this stuff and like, ah, oh, they drag me down. They just want to talk about this stuff all the time. Like there was just a lot of like negativity towards the people in their life. And there was no sense of like loyalty. And mm-hmm. for me, one thing that's so important is loyalty. Like if I call you my friend, your family, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there was those were things that I brushed aside because why? Just the same way that sometimes women get in relationships with, men that are like emotionally unavailable and you think that you're the one who's going to change that person. Sure, Wrong. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, you know, I'm a good friend. Look all I have to offer. Like I'm a ride or die. Like I'm the go-to. You can always call me. I'm the person you call at three in the morning, overextending myself to prove my worth pretty much. Mm. And guess what? It backfired. Because when shit hit the fan for me, that person was nowhere to be seen because that person was a fair weather friend. They weren't like they showed me pretty much telling me by showing me how they related to other people. And I thought I would be the the special one who would build and a strong bond with this person because, look, I'm amazing. Okay, pick me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I love I love that um, part where you're talking about being like a yeah like a pick me and wanting to feel like chosen by these people that are a little bit emotionally unavailable or you don't see them really invest in friendships in their own life but being like oh I want them to like kind of rise above that pattern in their life for me Mm -hmm. Um, and how that it it doesn't have much to do with them but like more to do with us with our Mm -hmm. like maybe more anxious attachments or codependency. Codependency. Yeah. 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 That's coming out. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I think too, like you were talking about like the quality versus quantity and we've talked about this before, but thinking through like those friends that it's like, there's a depth there. There's like, I mean, these are practically family that I've just like chosen I've invested in, I can trust them with things, like, there's no judgment, like, blah, 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 blah. But then there's also, like, room to have, like, friends where it's a little bit more shallow, not in a bad way, but just, like, more social, like, it's not, like, that super, super deep, but that there's, like, room for both, you know? Are those really friends, though? Now that I
1: think about it, like, what is the definition of a friend? And do you call those people your friend or acquaintances or associates or
0: like you know what I mean true maybe maybe it's better to, to label them as acquaintances then if we want to define old <laughs> you know what I mean all right like, devil's advocate
1: think about it though there are people in and you can think of, of an example in your life of someone who is like a good time friend right but does that yeah. mean that that they're an acquaintance I feel like there's some sort of like closeness there but at the same time it's not so I get what you mean. I guess you could still describe those people as friends, I guess. Yeah.
0: I mean, I definitely have people in my life where it's like if I'm down, it's not like we're talking about that necessarily. Or like I'm calling you up like but I I wouldn't say like I have like I still have good feelings for you. I still m- might check in here and there and vice versa. We'll probably like invite each other to like of you know special events in each other's lives and stuff mm-hmm. like that. -hmm. Or maybe even like from like previous seasons of life, you know?
1: Yes. As you said that, someone just came to mind that that is kind of like that with me currently. And I'm still kind of evaluating that relationship as we speak. I'm like, I
0: don't (laughs) know how I feel about this, but yeah. We don't know. What what about like friendships in light of like wholeness, like pursuing wholeness? Like, why do we need friendships when we're like doing like inner work? when we're pursuing like healing and like health and all these different ways, like mental, relational, emotional. Mm, I think for the support system aspect of it, to create
1: like a community of people that are very intentional about self development and growth and healing. And I think the environment that you you're in, it rubs off on you. So it's important to align yourself with people that are doing that work because Inevi- inevitably, it'll rub off on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, like, they can also teach you things about processing healthier and teach you how to gather those tools to become a healthier person that you didn't have maybe in your uh, familial background or, you know, wherever you were raised. It's also nice to have people that are wise in that way and that can share that wisdom with you. Sure. So, yeah. I think it's all about intentionality and what you want for yourself in the long run and what kind of people you want to surround yourself with, because that, that will literally dictate where you end up in life and what you do and what situations yeah. you find yourself with in.
0: Totally. I'm like, now I'm processing stuff in my own life around like friendships and stuff like that. I think I've I'm a recovering pick me <laughs> man. You and me and both go. the same group. The same group. Um, no, I'm just thinking of to like the fact that like healing is, and we, we've, maybe we've said this before, but it's like, it's really like can only be done like in community mm-hmm. in a healthy community, I should say. And like with others around and like support, because I feel like, especially for me too, it's like, as you try to like move out of like certain patterns and like, you know, things are like kicked up a bit, like my anxiety goes up or like, you know, you just like different things come your way. I feel like that's just like how the world works too. It's like when you're trying to pursue like good things for yourself and like be um, whole, like it just, it goes the opposite way and like needing support Needing like others to like kind of come behind you and like remind you of what you're doing and like counsel and advice and like wisdom around you. Like I think, um, yeah, just needing friendships that are on the same page and like have the the language, they have the eyes to see. Um mm-hmm. and just yeah, I think I think too like uh I forget what I was about to say. And they can pour into you too. Like important to you. Yeah. Like important
1: to you and help you, literally help you with your growth.
0: I think too, like uh, I remembered now is like being like African women is mm-hmm. like having other um, African women or men, I guess, uh, being in our community. Like not mm-hmm. totally, I'm not saying don't have American friends, but um, sometimes like in these conversations, it can be a little bit. Like, everyone's coming in with bias, you know? Mm -hmm. Everybody's putting a little bit of their cultural norms, their, like, family norms mixed in there. And I think, like, I've been in situations before where I think, like, some advice that I was given, not that it was all bad, but it definitely, like, had, like, there was some, like, white, American, like, Western, like, priorities mixed in there. Mm -hmm. Like, me being naive, I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, um, I, I, we always talk about being 18 with your parents and stuff like that. But just, like, communally, like, just worry about yourself. Don't worry about it. Like, mm-hmm. like we we are communal. We are, like, we want to bring everybody along with us. And I don't want to leave, like, those parts of my culture as I'm, like, pursuing health and and more of a secure attachment, you know. I'm trying to move mm-hmm. towards that. And so, I think a little bit of that, too is at play
1: yeah it's like you can't use the same formula that they use because you just have different equations. you know the 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 life that you were brought up in or the experiences that you had culturally uh very rarely match um those of like western people yeah which is even why we're here in the first place right
0: yeah i feel a little bit anxious i don't know why
1: I feel out of years. breath. I can't seem to catch my breath. I'm keep like, and I'm trying not to like breathe into the mic. That's why I keep muting myself.
0: I might breathe into it. I don't know. I, yeah. I just feel like a little bit like not great in my body. And, uh, I don't what know. What do why you that do is. with?
1: What do you do when you you feel that way and you you can't find the root? How do you typically like self-regulate? She's doing it right now. She's rolling. Her, okay. I'm,
0: that was okay. <laughs> I am doing it right now. Um I like I breathe. I try to clear my mind if I can. I definitely struggle with anxiety, so clearing the mind can be a little bit hard. Yeah. But if I can I try to just like focus on my breath Mm. and then I like open my hands and um you know I I ask I ask God to to help me to calm my mind Mm. and to help me like realize like what's going on um especially if I I'm having trouble like yeah finding the root um like a, there's a few grounding things that and also like laying down, which is mm. good because my body, like I can just relax all my limbs and then um calling a friend. Usually I call you too. I yeah. feel <laughs> um, like those three things help. When I was going through
1: a little bit of like a period where my anxiety was a little bit higher than usual, I found out about a grounding technique where you just when you feel super anxious and your heart is beating in your full in your head you just identify the things and the sounds and the colors around you mm-hmm. and at first i thought it was ridiculous but i really tried it and and one one was even like when you're driving call out the name of the street that you're seeing or the panel or the color of the stop or the stop sign not the color well the color of the stop sign it's red you know what i mean yeah. that actually has helped kind of take me out because it takes you out of your head and focus in like the environment that you're in like identifying the textures the smells the sounds the colors and all of that that's that helped me out when I when I tried that
0: that's a really good technique I like that I think I've read it before but I've never actually used it yeah so I probably should let me ask you a question Mm -hmm. so our listeners want to go on a journey I'm assuming they want to start thinking about these things. They want to like go deeper in their relationships. They want to like talk about their wounding and be like more curious about like their past and why they function and why they, you know, move in a certain way. So how do they find friends that want to do the same thing? Maybe they're like, hey, I I see the importance of like friendships that are also doing the work. Like, where do I find those people?
1: Hmm. I want to hear your your perspective on that because for me, I think that comes from where you are vibrationally. Like, what are you what are you putting out in the world? What energy are you carrying yourself? I think that's how I attracted those people. I didn't seek them out. Um, even in Philly, the friendships that I made that were transformational or that created those kind of spaces for me. They weren't friends that I seeked out. It was just how I was carrying myself. When I met new people, I spoke about those things. I felt those things. So I think naturally those people were drawn to that energy. So... That's honestly, this is why I love this podcast, because I'm speaking more from like the hippie kind of perspective, and mm-hmm. the energy and vibrations and all that stuff, which is why. Yeah, I want to hear your your perspective on that. How do you think you could go about that?
0: No, I appreciate you because I'm like, hey, you you speaking gibberish to me right now. <laughs> I'm like, OK, I heard the part That's where you carried saying. yourself like that, I guess. Um, <laughs> I guess a part of me is like, mm, I'm thinking of it a bit like more practically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like, as you, but I also resonated with the, like, as you carry yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause I think like, as you get, you know, you like ask deeper questions about someone, like if everything is always like surface level, like you'll just start to find yourself around people that you know, you don't talk deeply about anything, you know. Um, you'll never like get to know, like, really what's going on for them, like, in their internal world. But it, when you start asking questions, when they ask you how you're doing and you really go into it, um, obviously, with safe people, like, those people will kind of like show themselves a Absolutely. little bit. Like,
1: and, yeah, you'll be in spaces and those people will speak to you in the way that you would speak to someone that you want to create
0: exactly. a with. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Yes you're looking for someone that um you know engages like their past in a way that you resonate with um you know when you ask them deeper questions they're not always trying to like dodge the bullet or like be like oh don't worry about it like they always cackle and just i mean you always need you need friends that laugh with you but you also need friends to like cry with you mm-hmm. and like really like go through things with you and check up on you and stuff like that and vice versa too so Yeah, I think, like, just on a practical level, if you think a friend could be, like, a person where you're, like, oh, yeah, this is somebody that I want to, like, have these, like, deeper conversations with, especially, like, when we're talking about, like, our cultures, and I mean, you're going to have, I mean, I'll just speak plainly, it's, like, you're going to have African friends that just, like, that don't expect more, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, Mm -hmm. you're just going to keep on keeping on, like, the same way we grew up, like, and just you know yeah just survival mode like they don't really want to like i don't know just go into it deeper Mm -hmm. um but like finding friends like in our culture that that want to be like you know what i'm really struggling with how like my family operates or i'm really struggling with this part this dynamic in this relationship or um and i think yeah just kind of being brave and, and and ask them about it um now I'm like just rambling. We can cut this, but <laughs> I just think there's an element where you just have to be brave. And sometimes you'll get rejected, be like, girl, I don't even know what you talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and it's the and that's that's what I was literally about to say, like, and not looking at that as rejection. That's like you don't align with the kind of friendship that I want. So you're not rejecting me. You're just showing me that you don't align with the kind of friendship that I want. I think like I became more of a picky person too. Like at first I just wanted people to pick me, to choose me, to want to be with mm. when I was in those new spaces. And now when I feel like I'm not really vibing with this person, this person might be a little bit more about more of the superficial stuff and that's not what I want right now. I'm good on you. Like, and it's no bad blood or beef or anything, but it's yeah. really like, okay, cool. Nice to meet you. You're probably not going to be the person I hit up again but yeah, it is what it is. So be be choosy too. Be choosy with the people that you let into your circle because you are a good ass friend. Like if you are that person that is seeking deeper connection and wanting to, to challenge people to level up and be honest and be truthful, hold people accountable, like- that's that's a great quality. Those are great qualities to have in a friend. So, yeah. treasure yourself and treasure your energy as well. Don't just let anybody come in and out and play with that shit. So, yeah.
0: That's good. Like is it, yeah, just thinking of like are those friends? Do they hold you accountable? Yeah. Do you let them hold like hold you accountable and do you like can you hold them accountable? Or like do they do they not want to be like and, this, and there's, like, grace there. You know, like, people are going at their own pace. Yes. So just because, like, you know, you've been at this for a couple of years now. And, yeah. You know, people, yeah, just people are going at their own pace. So leaving room for that. But also, like, you know, like, we don't want to just let people, like, act compulsively and, you know, kind of wild out for no reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, not for no reason, but just, like, you know, in a destructive way. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't bring it up; they don't want to be held accountable. And so it's like, is that the person that you want to like journey with in a deep way? Probably not, you know.
1: Right. So, especially when their actions have an impact on you, you know, Mm. when their their destructive ways or their compulsive behavior has an impact on you, then. That's something that you definitely want to be on the lookout for, and that's something that you should definitely prioritize removing yourself from or having the real conversation if there's room to have them. But I've also learned to, like like you were saying, have grace for people and where they are in their journey and to not really overly involve myself in people's journeys. Because sometimes even with friends, like you'll be super close to someone and you see them play out a pattern and because you're on the outside you see it clearly as day that they're playing out this pattern that they're playing into this um this wounding or this trauma but because they're in it they don't see it as clearly so i've also learned to kind of let people i think life and god will will do the work that it needs to do like if that person is supposed to go through that that cycle a couple times before they finally learn That's that's just their journey. Just because maybe if it's a a parallel situation that you went through, just because you handled it differently and you were able to quickly remove yourself or see see the red flags and jump out, doesn't mean that this person can do the same thing. And just because they're not doing it that same way, doesn't mean that they're doing it wrong, quote unquote. So like my sister always loves to say, live and let live. As long as your actions don't have an impact on me, and as long as I have my my people that I can go to when I want to get real, real, then, hey, do you, boo. I yeah.
0: <laughs> not I ain't your mama. <laughs> you not your mama. Um, that is one thing to be careful of, though. Like, as you start doing the work, before you know it, like, you're, you kind of, like, start viewing yourself, like, up here. Yes. And you just see people through their traumas. Okay. Like, yep. Walking trauma. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just disrespectful. There you go. Um, Yeah. And then you just like only see yourself as the one like giving the the wisdom, the knowledge, air quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, But you need like people that like mutual people, and it's not that people that can't.
1: You vibrate on the
0: same energy field. right though but you need people like that just i don't know you know what i'm trying to say yeah you can still learn from people that aren't necessarily doing the work so explicitly like this either so
1: anyway with that being said we are gonna do our favorite segment next the self-care tip you got one this week do you have one? Or do you want me to give mine of uh, making the bed? Okay. My self-care tip of this week is very simple, guys. The first thing you do when you hop out your bed in the morning is make it. Make your bed.
0: I think making your bed. <laughs> I have a couple thoughts on it. But bed, <laughs> there's something about it is like, you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. And I even said in the last one, but, like. I think, and we'll talk about this in another episode, but like that idea of like reparenting, like you took care of yourself and just like acknowledging that fact and like resting in that a little bit, like um, kind of like this inner discipline that's coming out, like in making your bed and like Mm -hmm. starting off your day and like you're you're kind of walking into the next step of the day, you know? Yeah. Like you're not gonna jump back into bed. It's
1: like your first accomplishment for the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like your I and I think it sets your day on a on a good course when you start that way. You can like have a more productive day because the first thing you did was take care of your environment. And a lot of people even say like it shows like your mental state shows based on how your environment looks. So for me personally, the cleaner I can keep it, the more organized I can keep it the better I feel inside as well. When I start to see my space kind of get cluttered and kind of messy, I can mm-hmm. tell that like, okay, I need to clear out my thoughts as well. Like I'm not doing so well on the inside. So yes. self-care tip of this week is to make your bed.
0: That's so good. I think, Oh, well, I was just going to say one thing too. that. Yeah. The idea of like your, sometimes your room can kind of be a mirror of like what's going on like internally, mm-hmm. which says a lot <laughs> and I'm feeling that type of way about it. Yeah, <laughs> the, right, now, uh, right now, crazy. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, just like not wanting to put like shame on you if you're like, you know what, right now I can't, I can't, that's too much. Like yeah. Too- in my bed and whatever like I think there's sometimes there's a shame around like cleanliness yeah and stuff like that for people or like being not tidy I should say mm-hmm. Um, not clean but tidy and so we don't want to like heap up shame on anybody but I do think like there is a little bit of the like you said you're kind of like you're not rushing out of the room to go to work and get ready but they're like you're kind of just like taking care of yourself mm-hmm. i like
1: that yeah so thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of am i whole yet make sure you follow us on um instagram at am i whole yet podcast twitter is am i whole yet pod and email is am i whole yet podcast at gmail.com we would yep. love to hear from you guys. Send us in topics for us to talk about. Rate us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Share. You know, make this make this pop off. Let's pop off, guys. Come on. Let's pop off. Yeah.
0: Yes. So thankful. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. See you.
1: Bye.